0: The following podcast contains words such as done and bother. Wimmy, wham, wham, wazzle. Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm Billy, he's Topher, and we're going to drop our Oscar predictions on you. How are you today, Topher? I did not support that intro. <laughs> it's too late. It's done. It's done. I'm not talking again. <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> so you can do the rest of the show alone. Done. <sighs> Reflections. No, this is boring. This is so boring. I'm talking. I'm talking. By I talk. <laughs> All righty. So, we're just going to do, like, the, the main categories, I guess, which are, Just that- cinematography. <laughs> um, we're not going to do things that we don't have enough of an opinion on because we don't know hair. We don't know makeup. <laughs> We don't- Famously. We- we Just look at <laughs> Costuming, we're not the best dressed gentlemen. Facts. So, it kind of would seem silly for us to comment on that stuff. But acting, we know acting. We know acting. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking experts. <laughs> All right. So, should we start with Best Picture then? Okay. I think that this might be the first year in a while that I have seen every single Best Picture nominee. I don't think I did last year. I think I was one or two short. This year I've seen them all, yep. yourself. Uh, yep, seen them all, um, which shouldn't be as hard as it is because there should only be five. Yes, <laughs> yes, there should. Nine is a silly number. Like, I'm sorry, Jojo Rabbit and Ford v. Ferrari. Like, you just- You're not as good as the others. You don't need to be a Best Picture nominee. And you didn't even mention Joker, Like, as neither should have the Oscars. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm with exactly. you. Exactly. Like, I get the idea behind recognizing more films, but at the same time, it's supposed to be about the, p- the cream be of the crop, the best, of the best. Yeah. And I-, I liked Jojo Rabbit. We had a little bit of a discussion about it on a Patreon episode recently. We both thought it was fine, enjoyable. I think Does we it doesn't need both to be nominated seven. for Best Picture. No. So, let's get into it then. The nominees are 1917, Ford v Ferrari, Joker, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Parasite, The Irishman, Little Women, Jojo Rabbit, and Marriage Story. All right. What will win, what should win? Well, that's the thing. We'll do our heart and we'll do our head. <laughs> so, should we start with our hearts? What do we think should win? What should win? For me, this is a toss-up. This is a straight fight between- So, it's between- Irishman Parasite and Marriage Story. Yep. If I'm voting for the greater good kind of thing, like the film, the film of the year is Parasite. Yeah. Yeah. It just is. It's not my favourite film of the year, but it's it was the film of 2019, and so it should win. Yep. I agree. My heart is strongly with Parasite, although I I gave Marriage Story a 10 as well. I love Marriage Story. And I would be happy to see 1917 win also. So uh, 1917 will win. 1917 will win. That's what I was getting to. That's where w- my head is at. I would not be thrilled about that. I'll be fine with it, because I think when you look at um, the achievement of the film, I, I do think it's pretty exceptional. So, it will win, and I won't be disappointed. It's, a, like, it's better than last year. Yeah, it's a lot better than last year. <laughs> so, there's that. <laughs> but I, w- I would be happier if either Parasite or Marriage Story won. But a- I don't we're on it's an upward trajectory with winners. Yeah. <laughs> so, let's embrace that. There's a lot of negativity in the world. Let's embrace that 1917 is better than Green Book. <laughs> <laughs> I think Parasite is going to be seen very similarly to Roma, where it gets best foreign language picture, and that's good enough. And people me. are like, we've given it Whereas, an Oscar. Okay, yeah. now we're done. Whereas what should happen is that Parasite gets best picture, and Portrait of a Lady on Fire gets best foreign language picture. It's not nominated. It was not France's nomination. What was? Um, a film called Les Miserables, which is not that Les Miserables. Right. Okay. I, and I saw just a week ago on Netflix, I saw Atlantics from, oh, yeah. from Senegal. Yeah, I've heard extremely good things. I was blown away. Yeah? Absolutely loved it. Same cinematographer, Claire Mathon, who did Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Yeah. And she's, in the space of about three weeks, It's just firmly in my little basket of if you shot a film, I don't care what it's about. I'll go see it. So, yeah, heart with Parasite, head with 1917. Yeah, that's happening. Which, to be honest, what I would be happier with is if Parasite got Best Picture and Sam Mendy's got Best Director. Because I think, let's to do me, I think that's fair. All right, let's go to Director then. So, for Director, we've got a guy you might know, Quentin Tarantino, for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. We've got Todd Phillips for Joker, because reasons. Uh, we've got Bong Joon-ho for Parasite. We've got our old mate Marty for The Irishman. And, as stated, Sam Mendes for 1917. Yep. I'm going to hit you with something here. I think most of these are duds. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) To be honest, I think that, well, not most. (laughs) Uh, Sam Mendes is going to win, and I'd be very happy with that. I thought Bong Joon-ho and Scorsese were both good as well. Phillips and Tarantino didn't do it for me this year. See, the direction of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I like. Film didn't really work for me. Tarantino's direction on the film. To me, the direction was part of the thing that didn't It was really work. the script for me. Yeah. I mean, I didn't really love either, but. Um, Mendes has just won the DGA and he's going to win. Yeah. Um, Can I guess who your heart is with? By all means. Are you with Scorsese? Yes. Yeah. I thought so. For me, it's a straight fight um, with who I would like between Bong and Marty. Yeah. I frigging love the Irishman. Yeah. And- Marty getting a second Oscar. Like, we're about to live in a world where Mendez has more Oscars than Marty. Again, Wait, did you get because- a second does Scorsese only have one? Yeah, the Departed was it, man. Wow, okay. Yeah, that's pretty. that is messed up. As much <laughs> as I don't think he should win for the Irishman. I, I like I think the direction was extremely strong and that is what the only not the only good thing, but the best thing about the movie by far is the direction. Yeah. So like I'd be okay with him winning. So but like, he's not going to. So who, you are you, you your team bong, I assume? I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm Team Bong. Although I'm also, to be honest, Team Mendes. I do think that 1917 was exceptionally well directed. Like when you think about what direction encompasses, and how all the elements come together to make that film what it is, the direction clearly is exceptional, and that's what the Oscars are supposed to be about. Yeah, it is. It's a stunning flex, yeah, of filmmaking. My only my pushback on that is then okay. You it's don't a think stunning the film is very strong. It's a stunning flex in filmmaking that should make me feel a lot more than it did. Yeah, okay. So yeah. like, I'm, I'm not going to I'm not going to throw the toys out of the cot when he wins. Yeah, it's just not who I would vote for. Yeah, like that's fair. Like picture. <laughs> <laughs> well, shall we go on to our acting awards? Happy to do so. All right, for best actor, we've got Jonathan Price for The Two Popes, Adam Driver for Marriage Story, Antonio Bandaris for Pain and Glory, Joaquin Phoenix for Joker, and Leonardo DiCaprio for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Stacked category. Yeah. Stacked category. Yeah, I haven't seen The Two Popes yet, but I've heard extremely good things about it. You caught it? Yep. You liked it? Price is predictably excellent. Have you got to Pain and Glory yet? Because I've yes. heard good things about Antonio in that as well. Antonio Banderas is Sen. Sensational, yeah, okay. Sensational. The film wasn't quite as good as I like. I, I really enjoyed the film. Yeah, it wasn't as good as my expectations were going in. Banderas is is absolutely fantastic. I'm so happy he got nominated. That's great. Well, they're the two I haven't got to yet. Of the other three, my heart is with Driver because I think he was exceptional in that. And film. for a while, it seemed like it was going to happen. Yeah, I think. Do you think it's going to be Joaquin given that he has taken a couple? I absolutely do. And There's a part of me- We've had this conversation. For me, Joaquin Phoenix was the screen performer of the last decade. So, for the decade to end, for 2019, to be capped with him getting Best Actor, in a way, I absolutely love that. And you'll think of it as an award for the decade rather than an award for Joker. Which I don't think it is. I think people love him in that film. In fact, I really like him in that film. Yeah. Um, The way that I will square with it is great. I'm really happy- the Phoenix has an Oscar. Yeah, I would. Ju- I would just love for Driver to get an award because I just think he was exceptional in that film, and I think to me he was the actor of the decade, and he is on such an upward trajectory as well. I think we're going to see even better things from him next decade. Yep, Driver is arguably the guy going forward. Well, let's maybe t- maybe t- Timothy Chalamel has something to say about that, but yeah, Driver, I could could you love the guy more? Probably not. So we spoke about Price and Banderas. Let's talk about Leo. Yep, my pick. Really, he's your heart. Really? Yep. I absolutely love Leo in that film. I'll ag- Yep. I'll actually agree with you on that. He would be my second pick after Driver because as much as I didn't love the film, we spoke about this in our episode on it, he was exceptional. Stunning. He He was the best thing about the film and he carried it. And, I, you know, for a film that long, I think part of the problem is that he wasn't in all of it. <laughs> But, yes, I agree that his performance was brilliant. So, lead actress. We've got Charlize Theron for Bombshell. Mm -hmm. We've got Renee Zellweger for Judy, which no one's seen, so it's amazing that she's (laughs) nominated. We've got Cynthia Erivo for Harriet. We've got Scarlett Johansson for Marriage Story. We've got Saoirse Ronan for Little Women. Now, this is an interesting one that is both stacked, but I feel could also go absolutely in any direction. Do you think there's a lock for this category? Of the four categories- the only one that I feel has the slightest bit of wiggle room, and I feel it's only slight, is this one. Because yeah. because Zellweger's won everything for this movie that seven people have seen. <laughs> and from what I understand, she's very good in a middling film. Yes. Now, that can work for you. Just last year, someone won Best Actor for, you didn't think so, but I would say a good performance in an utterly middling film. It seems like that's going to happen this year with Lead Actress. I think the only thing standing in its way is are people going to be like, am I happy to be like, yeah, Renée Zellweger, two-time Oscar winner? Does that sit right with people? Mm. I think that's the only thing in the- that possibly blocks her path. But I think it's going to happen. So, where is your heart? Of the nominees, um, I haven't seen Harriet, so I can't speak to that. I would be Johansson for Marriage Story. Yeah, same. I yeah. think she was- like most of the talk performance wise of that film has been Driver. I think Johansson is stunning in it. Yep. That's where my heart is too. And yeah, my head is with Renee, which I don't know. I haven't seen the film. You're not going to? No, I'm not going to. It's apparently not very good. Like, it's not meant to be bad. It's just meant to be like the only reason to watch this film. Yeah. Is because Zellweg is quite good in it. Yeah. All right. Shall we go on to supporting actor? We've got Anthony Hopkins, The Two Popes, Brad Pitt, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Joe Pesci, The Irishman, Al Pacino, The Irishman, and Tom Hanks, A Beautiful Day in the Neighbourhood. Speaking of mortal locks, Brad Pitt's getting an Oscar. Yep. And I'm okay with him getting an Oscar. I don't think he was amazing in the film. I think he was fine. I think he was virtually, you know, he was playing type, which is fine. Nothing wrong with that. As he said, he actually had a very, quite quite a good line about that at the SAG Awards. when Did he? won. He? Yeah. He said, it was a real stretch for me to play a guy that- <laughs> likes getting his shirt off, likes getting high, and has trouble with his wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i I, I, don't, I don't I don't see it personally. I don't think it deserves the praise it's getting. I would actually go either Pesci or Pacino for the Irishman. If it was my heart, probably Pesci. Um, yourself? Uh, yeah, i'm I'm going to be really, really happy to live in a world where, when the trailer comes out for the next Brad Pitt film, it says Oscar winner Brad Pitt. I'm happy with that. I would be Pesci first, Pacino second. Yeah. Yeah, me too. All right. So, supporting actress. We've got Kathy Bates for Richard Jewell. We've got Margot Robbie for Bombshell. We've got Scott Johansson for Jojo Rabbit. We've got Florence Pugh for Little Women. We've got Laura Dern for 2019. (laughs) And specifically, Marriage Story. (laughs) Yeah. So, we haven't got Richard Jewell here yet, but I saw a trailer for the other day, and I, I have to say, I'm- I'm keen to see it. I think it looks very, very good. And Kathy Bates is a brilliant actress. But there's been virtually zero buzz about it. So I can't see that happening. Like, I think you think- I think Dern is a lock. (laughs) And I'm totally cool with that because Dern is amazing in everything she's done this year. I wouldn't have cared if this nomination said Little Women or if it strangely said, big, little, big lies. little lies. It's There's a lot of big little lies about this win. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. And I'm totally happy with it. I have to be honest, though, if it was my heart, I'd be saying Margot, because I think she was extremely exceptional in Bombshell. I think that is a performance that is going to age even better when people look back on the film. But that said, totally happy with Dern winning. Totally happy with Dern winning. Totally happy that, like Brad Pitt, we'll live in a world where Oscar and Laura Dern- That's great. Yeah. That's great. Um, As you mentioned, we haven't got Richard Jewell yet. Um, This is tough, this category. This is tough. This is splitting hairs kind of stuff. Um, Yeah, I think all the performances are really strong. Like, were I a voting member of the Academy, and I can't believe I'm not, (laughs) I think I would vote for Laura Dern because how do I pick? In the end- Dern's twenty nineteen would put me over the line. Yeah, because I don't know who to pick. I thought Scarlett was sensational in Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, Florence Pugh was we talked about. She was sensational. Yeah, in Little Women. Stuff it. I'll, I, yeah, I'll just I'll just go with Laura and be like, yay, my pick wins. Yeah, okay. so that's <laughs> your heart out of your head. Okay, <laughs> let's this year talk screenplay as well. We haven't in the past, but I th- I think why not. Uh, original screenplay. We've got Noah Bombach for Marriage Story, Quentin Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Han Jin Won and Bong Joon Ho for Parasite, Ryan Johnson and Knives Out, and Christy Wilson Cans and Sam Mendes for Nineteen Seventeen. Why does is- Nineteen Seventeen have a screenplay nomination? Yeah, it's an interesting thing, isn't it? Um, I I just. Anyway, anyway, like <laughs> I I I've said this before, like on a. On an online platform. Like, did the script just read two guys go over the hill and Roger Deakins makes it look amazing? (laughs) As I said, there's a lot of video game dialogue in the film. There's an opening in The Wire. That could be a way in. Okay. (laughs) Thanks, Tommen. (laughs) Um, This category is very interesting to me because I don't think there's a lock at all here. Do you? I don't think there's a lock. I'm not. I'm I'm reasonably comfortable in picking who I'm gonna pick, but I don't. I'm com- I'm comfortable, but not confident. My heart is saying Parasite. I don't know where my head's at. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, I think Tarantino's getting another statue. Yeah, this will be his third screenwriting. People love his screenwriting. Third, and I think in the past it's been great. Yeah, Pul- Pulp time. Fiction and Inglorious Pastures? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, um, yeah, I think Tarantino's winning. It, heart is a, is a pick between Marriage Story and Parasite. The more obvious wordy way to go, of course, is Marriage Story, which is, I often find it kind of boring, but it is also completely brilliant. It is, yeah. And Parasite's bloody amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <It> <laughs> Maybe is. I'll, go, I'll, go para- I'll go Parasite. That's where my heart is, and I I would love if it won. If, ni- if 1917 wins for screenplay, I'll eat my Then, hat. Um, then the, the, the 2% chance of it not winning Best Picture just went out the window. <laughs> On the adapted front for screenplay, we've got Taika Waititi for Jojo Rabbit. We've got Greta Gerwig for Little Women. We've got Steve Zalen for The Irishman. We've got Todd Phillips for Joker. We've got Anthony McCartan for The Two Popes. And we've got... Scott Silver also for Joker. Why weren't they next to each other in the thing I'm reading? (laughs) Go figure. (laughs) That is strange. Um, This is another one. I don't think it's a lock, but my head is going to say Greta for Little Women. I think Greta's winning. I think that's where my head's at. And uh, I'm totally okay with that, to be honest. With the nominees, I I think that probably is, for me, the strongest one. So, I'm going to say that's where my heart is, too. In our list of, like, you know, Laura Dern and Brad Pitt, like, hooray that we'll live in a world where it's like- Oscar winner, Greta Gerwig. Yeah. That's fucking great. As should have happened two years ago for Ladybird. <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm cool with it. Yeah, like Art, head, hooray, Greta. Greta. Team Greta. Yeah. Um I would I'd be more than happy personally with a Steve Zalen win for Irishman. Yeah, okay. Okay, okay boomer. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, I did say Ford V Ferrari at least. <laughs> I haven't gone full dad mode. <laughs> Car drives fast. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get on to some technical awards. Shall okay. we do So, visual effects first? Yeah, sure. Alrighty. Uh, we've got Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker, Avengers Endgame, 1917, The Lion King, and The Irishman. My heart is with The Lion King because in spite of how not great the movie is, you, like, you can't deny the art that went into the creation. And I think there is a fine line there because- with visual effects you have to look at okay how well does it work but also how well does it work in the scope of the film and i think there is a problem there because you know you're trying to get emotion across on an animals faces <laughs> so which is easy to do with a cartoon yes so in some ways it doesn't work but at the same time it's 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 really really lifelike which the artist in me is like wow that's that's pretty damn great mm. so i haven't seen the lion king because Everything I heard from every human on Earth was, you don't need to. Yeah. It's just The Lion King, but not as good. Yeah. And so, this is the problem I'm having, is the I want to say that's where my heart is. Um, I think my head is saying Endgame. I think this is where they're going to throw the MCU on Oscar. I think I probably agree. Yeah. Um, I. This is a lot to do with personal preference, where the visual effects across the board- I, like. I like the fact that there is a continuity in the look of the visual effects- across the MCU, it's not to my taste. Yeah. Um, so, is Endgame a stunning visual achievement in the effects front? Like, of course it is. Of course it is. I actually like the effects in Rise of Skywalker more. Yeah, yeah. I know this is ridiculous given I've only seen a trailer. I think I'm probably Team Lion King. Yeah. Because, like, that's phenomenal. That's the thing. That's You can't deny the, the artistry that has gone into that. Yeah. And, you know- a lot of it is that computer technology has come so far that we are now able to render fur for, you know, however many different animals at once. Which, sure, 10 years ago, you couldn't actually do that. But that's what the Oscars are supposed to be about. It's supposed to be about driving things forward. And whether or not it actually worked for this film, I, I have to say, I think it, it is the achievement that the Oscars are meant for. So, my heart is Lion King, my head is Endgame. Should we talk some cameras? Love to. Love to. Most important category. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the nominees for cinematography. Uh, we've got Lawrence Scher for Joker. We've got Yarin blashke I think it's- a, so, Sorry about what I just did to your name. <laughs> for The Lighthouse. Um, we've got Rodrigo Prieto for The Irishman. We've got Rob Richardson for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. We've got one- Roger Deakins, a.k.a. The Goat for 1917. Yes, a.k.a. The Winner, because- <laughs> Because Roger Deakins. Because Roger Deakins is getting it, uh, which I'm I'm totally cool with. I think, you know, as I've said, I think that film was a striking achievement. If it had been any other year and that wasn't up, my heart would be with Jaron Blushky for The Lighthouse, because mm-hmm. you haven't got to that yet. I will get to it. There's an advanced screening at Dandy this week, which I will get to as of yet. Have yep. not seen it. Good on Dendi for showing it. Great job, Dendi. We love you, Dendi. Um It's a really beautiful film. It's really, really beautifully shot. You know, 4-3, black and white, just adds to the atmosphere. Like, it's not- It was clearly a conscious decision to do that. Yeah, if it had been any other year, that would be my, where my heart was at. But both heart and head are with 1917. I- will be the the only thing that would disappoint me about Deacon's having two Oscars is that it should be more. Yeah. <laughs> like I'd give him even and the funny thing is like my favorite bit about his work on the film is not the the one-shotness in yeah. a, in a, in inverted oh, yeah. commas of it all. It's it's that nighttime scene in the town. Yeah. which is just some stunning shit. For me probably the the real um of what I've seen the thing that would make me think twice is not nominated. Um, which is Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Yeah, okay. Claire Mathon's work on that film is, you know, one of those movies where you just like, oh, God, just put a frame around it and put it on the wall. Yeah. Like, just some stunning stuff. Yeah. All right. Finally, should we talk film editing? Yes. Speak- All right. Kind of important thing, editing. Yeah, and usually interesting, editing closely in the past has aligned with Best Picture. For the most part, if you don't get a nomination for editing you're really up against it to yeah. the best picture. Of course, this year, thank God 1917 is not nominated because if it had been, you'd be like, you people don't know enough about editing. <laughs> that film was presented to- th- And stitching those shots together is not easy, but yeah. this is not a film that was made in the edit. It's a completely different kind of editing. It's not It's not creative editing. It's more visual. It's, it's closer to the visual effects side of yeah. making it seamless. Yeah, it's like, assembly. But the film came to the edit suite in its form Thank God it is not nominated. <laughs> so the nominations are Ford v Ferrari, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, and Parasite. Um, this is honestly a tough one. This my is heart, tough. my heart is with Parasite but my head is saying that this is where they're going to decide to throw Joker another award because Joker has the most nominations this year and we don't think it's going to win I don't that think many. it's going to win more than half of them but I think this is going to be one of the ones that they choose to throw it another win that's what my head is saying but my heart is with Parasite you know you never know Parasite could get a bit of a roll on like not not to the extent that it wins best picture but mm. you know where you have those years where a film like, like Mad Max Fury, Fury Road did it yeah. where it won a lot of the inadverted commas below the line sort of stuff. Yeah. If people really want to reward parasite but they're not going to vote for for best picture, yeah. you know, maybe they vote for it here. Um and it is cuz it's a kind it, like it's not it it could be. Here we go. With bad editing, parasite would be a convoluted film. Absolutely. But it's yeah, the way it handles the juxtaposition between everything that it does is so well put together. So I, I hope it does win. I could also very much see a most editing award for Ford, for Ford B, B, Ferrari. Ferrari. Yeah, which tends to happen sometimes. I could see that. Can I tell you where my heart is? The Irishman? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and again, I wouldn't be disappointed with it. To be honest, for most of these nominations, I wouldn't be disappointed if, if half of them won. If the Irishman won, I'd be okay with it. I know it sounds ridiculous. Like, it does sound ridiculous to stump- for the three hour 40 film, because it's like, <laughs> well, Jesus, what did you cut? <laughs> Part of it is the the moxie to be like, no, this is what this film is. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be three hours 40 long. And I think the the framing device of the film cut in beautifully with the story of the film. I'm actually, I'm stumping for the almost four hour editing job. Yeah, okay. No, I, I could, yeah, I'd, I wouldn't be disappointed. You may notice I haven't actually had the Moxie myself to say what I think's going to win. I've just been throwing up (laughs) possibilities. This category for me is a total guess. It's a total guess. It's a total guess. That like any of these, like you say, could be most editing for Ford v Ferrari, could be the Moxie for the Irishman, could be the only one I think that it doesn't have a shot is Jojo Rabbit. I agree. I think maybe. Yang Jin Mo is in, a, is in a good place because people will want to reward Parasite. And it didn't get anywhere near the amount of nominations it should have. I know that the acting categories are stacked, but I think that some of the acting in Parasite was phenomenal. Um, so it would be nice to see it get some other things because, I, yeah, I, I don't think it's getting Best Picture as much as I would love it to. And Best Director is the other place they might choose to reward it. But in a year where Mendes did what he did, I think he's going to win. So I thought, yeah, I thought Bong was really, really in this until the DGAs happened. And it was like, okay, no, Mendes. Yeah, yeah. same. All right. So, that's our Oscar predictions. I guess we'll find out next Monday how we went. Who's going to win Best Song? Don't care. Shouldn't (laughs) be a category. Get it out. Shave 20 minutes. Everyone's always complaining about the runtime. You know what the single thing that would shave the most time off? (laughs) Best song. Do they still perform them? Yeah, because you get to scrap the performances. But didn't they scrap the performances last year? There's no way. No, because remember Lady Gaga and Brad almost boned on stage. Was that last year? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Get rid of best song. Shouldn't be a category. I'm fine with it being a category, but it don't shouldn't be the songs. It's you know what you not know what they should important do? enough. They should get the editing nominees out to edit a segment on stage, yeah, because <laughs> I would love to watch that. I'd love to see those timelines. <laughs> I love timelines. <laughs> okay, I was editing something at work last week that was the it was a job that the was done by the person I replaced. yeah. and any anyone who edits knows the horror of working with someone else's timeline because yeah. everyone. Everyone does it their own way. For instance, I hate editing any th- a project of yours. Yeah. It's not because I'm like, this is horribly edited, but I'm just like looking at the timeline going, how does a person work like this? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, like I, looking at the timeline of Oscar nominated editors would be, be so great. Would be great. Yeah. And of course, it's actually probably like the most strict, of course, compared to like a film clip yeah. or, or a really high budget commercial. Not that much going on. You're just like, okay, yep, here's the next amazing shot of Joe (laughs) Pesci. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, that that was fun. I'm curious to see how close we get to any of these, because this year just seems completely all over the place to me. It just seems like, I mean, the acting categories, I think, have a a couple of locks in them. Everything else just seems like it could go in any direction. Well, not Best Picture. It's happening. 1917's winning. You reckon? You I think a- that's a lock? Absolutely, it's a lock. I still think Parasite is in with a chance. Nah. If Roma can't beat Green Book, Parasite's not beating 1917. Well, yeah, but I mean, Gr- but Roma- Green Book cured racism. Roma- <laughs> oh, dear, I keep forgetting that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Parasite doesn't have to overcome- Like, Roma had both the foreign language hurdle and Netflix hurdle. Yeah. Parasite only has one of them. I, st- I just still- no I just parasite did extremely well, you know that it made the most money per screen this year. They rolled it out in very smart fashion, they did, and it's still you know it's still playing at dendy today, yeah, it's not gonna win ah oh, n- it'd be it'd be it'd be great, but we're not that lucky, mate. We'll see. It's not happening. We'll see. Don't get. I just don't want you to get hurt. We'll see. Is, we'll see. Is what this is about. You know what? You should come over on Monday and watch the Oscars with me and we'll live stream our reactions for the patrons. I'll be at work, mate. No, Monday night. We'll, we won't watch no, it live. Yeah. Yeah. So, we'll stream the reactions 12 hours after it happens? Or maybe we take the day off. Twitter, Twitter don't work that way. Should we take the day off? I'm taking the- I'm taking them the Monday before that off a of Super Bowl. I can't, take yeah, I can't take another one off. I will take another one off. I gotta work. Oh, that's a shame. I've got to clean clean up some timelines of the spud who work before me. <laughs> Alright. In the meantime, if you it's want to a get in touch. Horrible timeline. <laughs> horrible. Worse than mine? Yes. <laughs> in the meantime, if you want to get in touch with us, you can do that at com or we at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all under the handle at watched a Thing. If you want to help support the show, you can do that at patreon.com forward slash we the thing and we'll catch you next week see ya